full circle. Full circle. Hi, I'm Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. Girlfriend, this is a place where you and I can connect. It's a show that embraces a 360-degree look at womanhood. It's our voice, our perspective. It's what we care about, and it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. Family, welcome to another edition of Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. So happy to be with you in the building once again for another episode. Have an amazing show for you today. Linus Woods Mullins, friend to the show. Joining us in the second hour will be Jewel Diamond Taylor, internationally known motivational speaker, author, and the like. She'll be joining us in the second hour. But we've got our friend to the show, Linus Woods Mullins, here today. And let me tell you a little bit about Linus. Linus is dedicated to the inspiration, motivation, empowerment, and and wellness of women over 40. In 2009, Linus decided to pursue her true calling, which is empowering women to achieve wellness for their mind, body, and spirit. She's the founder and CEO of the wellness company Praise Works Health and Wellness, and she is the creator of the Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond brand, the Vibe Living brand, and Vibe stands for Vibrant intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. We'll talk all about that. Welcome back, friend to the show, Linus Woods Mullins. Thank you for being here, Linus. Oh, Wanda, thanks so much for making the time. Uh, This is so serendipitous because the last time I was here with you, Mm -hmm. I was here with my dad. And I can't remember what we were talking about at the time. It was probably during Black History Month or something. Uh, and he has since departed. But it just feels good to be back here because there's a lot of good memories. I was here with uh, Daryl Roberts. Um, we all took pictures, and that picture just came up not too long ago. So it wasn't too long ago that yeah. we were here. So thanks for welcoming me back again. It's great to be here. Absolutely, and my condolences oh, to you, you and your family. It never gets easy, but no. you know we just continue to trust God to yeah, get us through it. Lots of good it, right? memories. Lots of good memories. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Introduce yourself for anyone that may not have been listening when or have tuned in or may know of you. Mm-hmm. Introduce yourself to the Full Circle family. Sure. Uh, Well, I'm a holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40. And basically what that means that I help women to develop wellness plans that are going to help them to vibe, help them to be more vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge through teaching them about holistic practices, fitness, nutrition, and spiritual renewal. I've been doing this almost exclusively online for 15 years. It'll be 16 years in April. Mm -hmm. And in that time, I've been successful in helping literally now hundreds of women balance their hormones, release unwanted pounds and inches, uh, deal with menopausal anxiety and stress, and basically just get them on a really good preventative wellness plan mm-hmm. uh, so they can really vibe and thrive in midlife. I'm, I'm passionate about that. I think um, there was a time, and I think that time is changing, thank goodness, but when people, women over 40, especially after 50 and definitely after 60, uh-huh. we're just thinking it's just too late. You know, yeah. this is just the way it is, and just kind of sit back with their remote control and binge, <laughs> binge watch Netflix with their favorite munchie and say, hey, this is just all there is. But I'm telling you, that's not all there is. It's never too late. I mean, I'm a late bloomer. I'm 65, and um, this is the best time of my life right now. Um, 
I've never had more joy, regardless of the circumstances that are going on, and have never felt better uh, from a mind, body, spirit, wellness connection thing in terms of being in sync. And so much of that has to do with all the things that I've learned over the last 15 years. I have been blessed to have worked and collaborated with uh, some of the best experts around wellness, preventative wellness in, in, in the world. Uh, the internet opens that up for you, so yeah. I can say that because yeah. it's really true. I've worked, I've had, done collaborations with people uh, in uh, Europe and in Africa, and of course here in the United States, and I've learned so much from them. It has been truly an education, totally different from where I was, uh -huh. you know, 16 years ago when I was in human resources. A totally different world, mm -hmm. but this is where I belong. This is what. Uh, keeps me thriving and it has been a blessing and not in disguise an obvious blessing because I feel so much better as a result of all the things that I've learned yeah what was the catalyst that sparked the whole praise work movement <laughs> well the catalyst was that I found out that I had an anxiety disorder and I wanted to take some time off to try to heal from that. And in the process of learning about it, I realized that one of the things that was causing me anxiety um, was um, you know, the kind of work that I did and for the length of time I had been doing it. I never really took time to heal from uh, my mother's uh, death, um, never peeled back the layers to deal with all the other skeletons in my emotional closet and I had to deal with it. I was 51 at the time when I decided to hang out my shingle. And you know, I was so naive. I, I, I didn't even know what I was planning on doing was a dot com. <laughs> I, I and if I had known that, I probably wouldn't have done that because right around that time, all the dot coms were failing. Yeah. But all I knew was that I wanted to be able to share with other women information that would keep them from going down the road that I had gone down. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I could have lost my life if I had not, you know, found a way to heal. And I'm not anti-pharmaceutical. I think that pharmaceuticals are important. Sometimes you need that to save your life or to get on an even keel. But, you know, at some point in time, in most cases, the pharmaceuticals were not meant necessarily to be on for the rest of your life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so much has to do with lifestyle changes. And I also found out that I was never really properly diagnosed. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until many years later, mm -hmm. through working with, another doctor as his health coach that I found out what my actual diagnosis was. And it was, um, I had post-traumatic stress in terms of how I found out about my mother's death. And um, one of the side effects of post-traumatic stress is anxiety. Then I had the double whammy of menopausal anxiety, which is totally hormonally driven. So I had the antidotal issue, mm -hmm. and then I had the physiological issue of you know the hormones and all of that. So together, it was a really explosive situation. But I am proud to say that um, I would say I'm about 98% anxiety free. Uh, back in the day, I would wake up in the morning feeling like I was going straight down a roller coaster hmm. with no restraints every single morning. And the only way that that would help, that I would get rid of that feeling, would be a cup of coffee. That's when I started drinking coffee when I was in my late 40s. Before mm -hmm. that, I was not a coffee drinker, but that's what helped for a little while. But, you know, over time, if you really don't address the causation of things, the stuff you use to try to numb yourself or to try to keep yourself from feeling whatever it is that you don't want to feel, over time, it just stops working. Yeah. And uh, one day, you know, it's kind of like when you have a closet, you know, you need to clean out. You mm. say, I'll do it later. <laughs> so you, you know, put a bunch of stuff in the closet, put it. that in the closet, put that in the closet. <laughs> and then one day you just go to put one more thing in the closet and everything comes falling out. That was me. One day I tried to put something more in my emotional closet and I couldn't do it anymore. And I uh, had to get help. 
And I decided, and immediately they put me on, you know, pharmaceutical. And after three months of that and 13 pounds later, more pounds, not less, wow. I was like, oh, hell no. This is mm-hmm. not, I'm not this doing this. Happening. No, <laughs> I got to find something else. And so I began, um, you know, doing research. And there was uh, several things happened. A childhood friend introduced me to a wonderful person who uh, taught me a little bit about meditation and uh, some other holistic practices. But there was another woman who was an aromatherapist here in Sacramento. And she gave me some oils that, uh, there were nine different oils. And um, I, they're, they're still in the box. I put them in. You can open the box. You can still smell the oils. It's been 15 years <laughs> since that time. But um, I used those oils. And uh, that was fascinating to me because they really did help me get through the day. So, of course, I wanted to find out, well, why is it working? And, you know, next thing I know, I'm taking classes and getting certifications. And then it was uh, another friend of mine, and I hired her as my business consultant, um, who came up with the idea of PraiseWorks because I thought that I would begin to give my message of wellness to the churches by doing praise dance because in my other life I was a dancer, danced mm-hmm. for many years, still do at the 65 for myself, but <laughs> not in public. Uh, but anyway, so I was doing praise dances everywhere and I would speak too about wellness and that's kind of how PraiseWorks Health and Wellness was born. It was the whole idea of doing praise dance and talking about how at the age of 50 I was able to move this way and it's because of the lifestyle changes that I had made and the kinds of things that I do. Uh, and then um, over time, uh, I felt like my message wasn't really connecting with the, my, my targeted demographic has always been women of color, mm-hmm. but it just didn't seem to be resonating or it was resonating as long as no money was exchanging hands, mm-hmm. <laughs> put it that way. So I learned about, you know, online and began doing business online and that's when things really began to change it still took a while you know to find my niche and everything but i have found my niche and now i have a women's group on facebook of over eighteen thousand one hundred women from 92 different countries who all gather to exchange ideas on wellness and i have well over a hundred and eighty thousand people following me on the different platforms and stuff like that yeah and uh, it didn't happen overnight entrepreneurism at least in my experience it's not overnight but I can say that um, what I didn't make in money initially, I got back in a sense of um, well-being and a sense like I was really making a difference in people's lives, making a difference in my life. I mean, really showing up for myself for the first time, really, and pulling back the layers and doing all the work I needed to do on me. Uh, actually, many times I tell my clients, I said, we're in this together. I learn from you, you learn from me, mm-hmm. and we both get well together. And now in uh, 2022, I am so happy to say that I have more women of color who are my clients, more than ever. And nice. I'm so, it used to be like 70, 30, 70%, you know, Europeans and 30% women of color. Now it's reversed. And I am so happy about that um, because that's where, I mean, I love all women, but I feel like we need African American women, women of color need things that we're not necessarily getting from the doctors. You know, um, I just had an experience this past week with a situation that I felt was definitely systemic racism uh, in terms of caring for someone um, differently than they normally would, yeah. you know? Uh, and it, the, the thing we want to really do is to be so well and so informed that we don't end up there in the first place before it's time. Yeah. But if we do, 
that will know the questions to ask and will know our bodies and everything well enough to be able to tell them this is what's wrong and this is what I, these are the panels I want you to pull and you know, tell yeah. them stuff instead of lying going into the office and just laying down and saying okay what's wrong with me mm-hmm. I feel like those days are over and that uh, African American women are motivated to take better care of themselves because as you can see with the ongoing legislation and the current environment, that's a whole nother story. Right. They ain't thinking about us. In right. fact, I feel like they're trying to figure out ways to just really stamp us out. Mm-hmm. But that is not going to happen. Not on my watch and not on so many people's watches. I think that we are woke, as they say, and we realize that the best advocacy uh, to stay well is ourselves. We have to get motivated to take better care of ourselves and to do it with the feeling of empowerment. We should no longer be going into our doctor's offices afraid to ask questions. And if they have an attitude about you asking a question, then yeah. it's time to find another doctor. Yeah. You know, it's your life, your body, and we need to take ownership of that. Yeah, it's so uh, interesting that you mentioned that because I was just having a conversation with a friend yesterday. We were driving out of town, and um, I was telling her about my endocrinologist and I was joking that I always schedule the first appointment in the morning because she always runs late. But she runs late because she's very thorough. Like she sits and spends time and mm-hmm. makes sure that you understand if you have any questions, she's thoroughly explaining. She'll pull up things like and usually like with uh, with uh, my medical um, group, they I've uh, been allowed to do a lot of and a lot of people have been doing a lot of uh, video visits. So it's really cool because mm-hmm. then she can pull up documents or send me, you know, links in real time. But I always schedule the first thing because she's very, very meticulous, very thorough, answering every question, going through every line of blood work and everything like that. And and so someone asked me and so my friend asked, well, why do you have a primary and a endocrinologist? And I was like, well, the endocrinologist, I had thyroid cancer Mm. um, many years ago. And so I still see her because I like that she's so thorough. I like that for this, like I want to, you know, if anything happens where they see any residual tissue or anything like I know that she would be on it. Like I trust her like that. And so, yeah, I I am happy that I have that kind of relationship with her and and with my primary too, but especially Mm -hmm. with my specialty doctor. Like I'm happy that I have that relationship, that she's very open Mm -hmm. to hearing things and explaining. And you're right. We don't get that a lot in the medical Mm -hmm. field. Mm -hmm. You know, usually they schedule these appointments 15 minutes, you know, a piece. So you're in and out. You need to already come with your, you know, explain your problem in the least words possible so we can get your prescription and get you out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And um, I think that, you know, some of that is changing. I believe that um, some doctors are becoming more vulnerable and admitting what they can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. They still only have maybe one class of nutrition in most medical colleges. And that's it. And, And that's all right, because that's not where they're at, maybe one day that will change. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some doctors who are uh, integrative. Uh, they are aware of the mind-body-spirit connection, and they've taken classes and you know have stu- studied more in that realm. But still, you know, you you have different experts that work with you for different things. You know, so I always um, you know advise that. Uh, people have a, a holistic doctor, holistic health coach, someone that approaches things from the mind, body, spirit perspective. I always say that traditionally, traditionally trained doctors are excellent at diagnosis and treatment after it happens, but not necessarily causation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really what they're trying to do or, or, or prevention. 
uh, what they're trying to do is, you know, just get you feeling better, whatever that takes. And sometimes the way they get to that can cause other problems later on. So the goal should be finding ways that you don't need to be sick, which is kind of anti how our whole medical system is set up because there wouldn't be one if people weren't getting sick. Right. All right. right. And I worked for a while, a long time, for um, um, a medical institution. And, I mean, we had meetings, butts and beds. That was the goal. Got to have those butts and beds. Otherwise, nobody gets paid. So you can see it's kind of a negative incentive to keep you out of the office, keep you out of the hospital because they have to stay in business. And that's not to say that doctors or medical professionals uh, who are traditionally trained don't care about you or don't try to do the best. But our system, and they'll be the first to admit, is broken in some ways. Um, There are a lot of uh, systems that do have health coaches and work on prevention. But a lot of times the people don't know it's there, the doctor doesn't remind them about it or whatever, and it just doesn't get used as much. Mm -hmm. But there are resources out there. Uh, It's not that it's not out there, it's just that sometimes it just doesn't get communicated. And um, what I have learned, uh, especially since social media got so huge right around the time. It went, in fact, when I started, I didn't even know what Facebook was in 2008. I was like, I told my girls, have you guys heard about Facebook? And they're like, Mom, we're already on and off that. And I, now I think back, they were on it? What were they saying? You know, I, I didn't even know what it was. But, you know, social media has its place, and you can get a lot of great information there. You just always want to be careful where you're getting the information from. Yeah. I think that knowledge is power, but acting on the knowledge that's powerful, and that's what I really want to help women to do. You might know, I am not recreating the will. A lot of the things I talk about, people kind of already know, but sometimes they just need to be inspired yeah. or empowered or motivated to actually make that lifestyle change. And I'm talking about to actually to have success when it comes to getting healthy or staying healthy, incremental. Sometimes you bite off more than you can chew, then, mm-hmm. you know, after a couple of months or so, you find yourself falling right back into that habit. But if you can do some incremental lifestyle changes, that is where you can really get some results. Mm-hmm. And you also have to have that mindset, even if it's incremental, that I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the damn thing. I'm ready. I'm going to do it right now. This mm-hmm. is it. I'm not putting it off. This is it. I have this client. I talked to her a year ago. And I thought, well, okay, didn't hear back from her. That's that. That's, you know. Then out of the blue, she calls me and she says, Lennis, I'm ready. I said, okay, ready for what? Because a long time since I yeah, talked to her. Right. <laughs> what are we talking about? She said, I got to get this weight off. She said, my knees are bothering me. Mm. My back is bothering me. I don't have a lot of energy. She said, my brain is still active, but I know I need to do something before that goes too because I'm not, I'm not on top of my game. So I said, okay, let's do it. And she has had remarkable results. And it's not because of anything remarkable that I have told her. It's more about the mindset. She's made up her mind. Yes. Because the mind is powerful. And the words that she's saying to herself and, you know, the, the just her whole state of being. I mean, she is just the ideal client. I mean, it's like, wow, can I clone you? Mm-hmm. Uh, because she holds herself accountable. And when she has questions, she texts me all the time, you know, and that's fine. That's what she pays me for, to be there at a moment's notice, to be able to, you know, help yeah. her through the rough spots or whatever. I mean, she went hiking, and for the first time ever, I put together a hiking menu plan. That was an education. Oh. Because I had to figure out what would work with her, work, work for her within the constraints we had set that wouldn't be too heavy for her to 
to it, take on a yeah. hike. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Never thought yeah, about that. So I, you know, found out about freeze dried food and some other recipes that she could make ahead of time and everything else. It was a, now I have a whole other menu plan for hikers. I have probably about twenty different menu plans mm-hmm. because I do individualize them. Uh, for and you know for the persons I'm working with, but I have 20 categories in particular, and then I tweak based upon preferences or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that was really an education. But that's how serious she was. She wasn't like, well, I'll just take that week off. She's like, no. And so I've been working with her now for uh, it'll be three months next week, and she has lost, I think, 11 pounds and five inches. That's really interesting that you say about. Well, it's true. The mindset. So that happens a lot where people, you know, try to get information from you, you know, just get, you know, just curious. But when if they're not ready and they don't and they commit, that can lead to failure. Right. Right. It's that mindset of this is now my like I have to be the one like we can give. It's even like with the show or with my coaching clients and like your coaching clients, we can give them all the information. Mm-hmm. But if they're not ready to move, if they're not acting on it themselves, I can only tell you so much. Right. You have to put it into action. And if you're not ready to put it into action, you may fall. If you're ready, if your mind is like, okay, this is the last straw. I'm ready to do this. You know, I have got to make these changes in my life. Then that's when progress is accelerated and you have that accountability. Right. So exactly. she has you as the accountability right. partner to say, you know, and we celebrate too. We yeah. celebrate all her successes. We meet once a week and we celebrate all her successes, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how small, because that's important. And also, um, it's another form of retraining the brain from an, um, uh, neuro, uh, an NLP perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are making lifestyle changes, when you do something well and you congratulate yourself and you get the happy hormones get going and you want to feel that again. Yeah. So subconsciously, you're beginning to reprogram your mind to do other things that fall within that realm so that you can celebrate. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important anytime you achieve anything, not just in wellness, but any lifestyle thing. I think a lot of times what happens with us, and I'm saying what I'm saying is I'm talking about as sisters, as women of color, when things happen that are good in our lives, um, we don't always celebrate it. And if the people around us don't celebrate it, then we just kind of like, yeah, well, no big deal. No, it is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have people around you that celebrate you, then you need to change the people who are around you. It doesn't mean that you don't love the other ones, but maybe that's not their calling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes, you know, the people who you would think would celebrate your success or celebrate, you know, the little milestones or whatever, they actually turn out not to be the ones. Maybe that's not their role. Uh, but surrounding yourself with people who celebrate you, I call them dream keepers, who remember uh, you know, what it is you're trying to achieve and who kind of prop you back up when you fall down. Those are the kinds of folks we definitely want to be around for, for us, especially during midlife. I think, you know, in the 20s and the 30s, you got your posse, things hanging out, whatever. Then you could get married, have kids. You know, things change. You know, experiences change. Life changes. And sometimes those friends who you love, who have been with you during those times in the 20s and 30s, they kind of fall off because they're doing their thing. Well, next thing you know, you're 40, 50, whatever, and you know those friends are out there, but you say, oh, they're probably too busy, I don't want to bother them, whatever, and you find yourself slowly self-selecting out, which happens a lot with women in midlife. They just kind of stop doing things. 
uh, because they don't want to be a bother or they think people are too busy or whatever. But that's not true. While you're thinking that, someone else is thinking the same thing, too. Yeah. You're both sitting there. <laughs> you know, should I call? No, I'm not going to call. Ah, you, know. you know, we need to go ahead and reach out. Reach out to meeting new, new women, uh, new people that can support you and celebrate you. That's an integral part of uh, the whole midlife journey is not allowing yourself to isolate. But on the same token, another part of the midlife journey is learning how to be by yourself and enjoying your own company. I've learned how to enjoy my own company. I mean, which is really interesting because I've I had four kids, mm -hmm. so I'm never really totally alone and I'm married. But there are times when I just, if I happen to have that time to be alone, I, I'm fine with that. I'm really fine because I've learned the importance of um, peeling back the layers and doing the self-introspection and kind of like checking in. You know how they talk about self-care all the time? Yeah. And that's really important, but I, I really go for more like self-awareness. Like, you know, when was the last time you just stopped and checked in with yourself? You know, how are you feeling in your gut area? How are you feeling in your brain? How does your body feel? What joints are hurting? You know, how are you feeling? Are you, do you, are you sad? Do you feel happy? Do you feel anything at all? Are you on, you know, automatic? Just checking in with yourself. And then once you've checked in, you've identified what's there and maybe what things need to be tweaked or changed or whatever, then that's when you enter into, okay, well, what do I have in my toolkit to help me feel better, to get me to where I need to be? And people like me, hopefully, are giving you the information you need to put into that toolkit so that when you have a need, you know what to do or know who to go to or whatever to get out of that. Instead of just numbing it mm -hmm. or ignoring it or just not dealing with it because it's going to come out one way or the other. Right. I mean, yeah. I had that experience at 51. It came out. Yeah. I had to do something. Um, and I'm far from perfect. I'm not, please. I am a work in progress. I do things to work on myself every day because I know I got issues like everybody else. The only difference is that I've just decided to do the work even in the times when it hurts. Yeah. And to do the work whether or not um, the people around me understand why I'm doing the work or not. It's not about them. It's about me and um, the mission that I feel God has placed me on. I really do feel that way. I feel that where your passion lies, so is your treasure. That's not my quote. You know that. Mm -hmm. uh, so whatever you're passionate about when it comes to you, to yourself, that's where your treasure is. Maybe that's where you begin in terms of tweaking um, those things that you need to do with your, with your life to change it, to make it better. What's your passion? What is it that you really want to pursue? And then what will it take for you to get there? And do you have the things you need to get there? What do you need to develop? What do you need to change? This is good conversation. We're going to take a break when we come back more with Linus Woods Mullins, the CEO of PraiseWorks Health and Wellness, and so much more. We'll be right back after this. This is Full Circle. Stay tuned, fam. Like and share our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5. Empowering women through conversation. This is what she does. She is Miss Wanda 
And this is Full Circle. We are back, family. Thank you so much for staying with the program. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. Having a conversation with my guest, Linus Woods Mullins, friend to the show, the mind behind the Praise Works Health and Wellness, also the mind behind the Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond brand, also the mind, look, all these things she got going on, the mind <laughs> behind Vibe Living brand, Vibe standing for Vibrant Intuitive beautiful and emerged women. We were having such a wonderful conversation, but I am super excited. Like I'm, I'm happy for Linus. Linus is friend to the show, but I have actually heard of this woman that is joining us now for a long time. I remember, what was it, Linus, that you said? African-American that was the, American the, women on tour. African-American women on tour in my younger days. I remember following that <laughs> and always seeing Jewel Diamond Taylor out in the world. And I'm super excited to have her on the show. I'm honored, Jewel, to have you on the show to talk uh, with your partner, Linus, here about what you're doing for Soul Sister Saturday. But before we get there, can you please introduce yourself to the Full Circle family? Yes, Miss Wanda. I tell you, for you to say you were there when you were younger, I was much younger, too. That was 36 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I've been on the speaking platform internationally now for 36 years, uh, speaking in, in Brazil, London, Africa, all of the islands, Bahamas, uh, 34 of the United States, uh, mentor to many of the women that you know that have called me mentor because I'm, I am seasoned, been around a long time, one of the first women of color to be called a motivational speaker. I'm an author, a life coach, a grandmother, a wife of 52 years. I am the founder of my ministry called Women on the Grow, which is a 501c3 outreach. And what we do is offer free counseling and books and um, funds to women who are experiencing hardship. Uh, There's so many women that are dealing with breast cancer, domestic abuse, single parenting, uh, difficulty through the pandemic, women that are experience depression and trauma. I'm a trauma-informed talking therapist, talk therapist. And uh, because of the pandemic, uh, I had to pivot a lot and I've done less public speaking. And that's why I'm so excited to be with Linus uh, October the 22nd in your area because of the pandemic. I did a lot more counseling via Zoom, but my real joy is just being face to face with my sisters and being able to deposit encouragement, pearls of wisdom for them to look at someone like Linus or myself and to be empowered, to feel like, you know what, if they're doing it, I can do it. And Linus is about 40 and beyond. Well, I'm beyond 70. So it doesn't really matter the age, it's the passion. It's the anointing that's on your life. It's the thing that is driving you. And you know, when you're doing what you love, like you are, Miss Wanda, it makes you feel youthful and you look youthful because you're taking care of yourself. And Linus and I want to talk to the sisters on the 22nd about the importance of self-care. I just shared with Linus a couple of days ago, the only video that I have from my 12 years with African-American women on tour me introducing Susan Taylor. And in 1994, Susan Taylor was talking about self-care. She was talking about the importance of acknowledging uh, when we feel like we're a fraud. Back then they didn't call it imposter syndrome, but that's what she was talking about. 
that we can be elevated in our career, but other things in our lives seem out of balance or we feel inadequate. And she had no idea that I'd be speaking about her in 2020 when we're living in an era when women are suffering from feeling inadequate because of social media. Social media creates this syndrome of comparison and feeling like I don't have enough. I don't look good enough. I'm not in, I don't have the best marriage. My kids are acting up. I should lose weight. And so there's a lot of things going on, a lot of dynamics that Linus and I are going to talk about October the 22nd for our Sister Soul Saturday. And I really hope your listeners will save the date. I hope so. Man, so many good nuggets within that. First of all, Black women are just a whole movement, right? We have been having these conversations, like you said, Miss Jewel, for many years and, and have been talking about things in a way that the rest of the world had to catch up with, right? Talking about self-care, talking about the hardships of being a black woman, talking about all those things. We have been having those within uh, conversations within our tribe for years. And so I'm glad that the conversation is still carrying on because again, it just reiterates, not just for ourselves in whatever age of life that we're in, but also for our younger ladies, right? Our girls, our daughters, our granddaughters, whatever it is, still having those conversations and being present in those topics because it's still happening. We still need to have self-care. We still have hardships yes. being a black yeah. woman. We still, now that the pan, you know, the pandemic, people say it's come and gone, it's never going to leave. Now that we're just in this post um, serious part of the pandemic that we're in this new era of how do we communicate in things, still having those conversations and be able to reach out to one another and have those conversations with our tribes and, and know that the power, the, the power of the conversation, the power of sisterhood and lifting each other up is really, really important. And so, you know, you guys were doing it. You were trailblazers when you were doing the African-American women on tour. And we're still blazing trails now. And I just I just love us. I love us. That's all I wanted to say is I just love us. <laughs> and I love what Susan Taylor said in her message. She said, we're not mean. We're not evil. We're just tired. Yeah. And yeah. our new generation of women are under tremendous pressure. Yeah. The career landscape has changed. The economics have changed, the politics have changed, and we're talking about black magic, black magic, and we're just doing this and we're super women. But a lot of us realizing that type of pressure uh, is not reality. The reality is that we got bills to pay, we got relationships that are broken, we've got some healing to do, we're dealing with so much, and we want women to come so that they could get. Um, a touch of love so they could feel like, okay, I can exhale. Okay, I'm gonna be all right. Okay, God got me. Okay, uh, the networking and the face-to-face -face connection that we have been starving for for a little over two years is so critical. And so we wanna invite your audience to, you know, save the day, put some things aside and put yourself on a calendar. This is gonna be a, a private setting. So, uh, you want to be in the room. It's the, the, the location is elegant and peaceful and beautiful. And we deserve to put ourselves in settings and atmospheres where something can change, where we can be transformed because we're being loved on and we're in the midst of nature. Uh, I try to get away from hotels as much as possible. I do a lot of events in beautiful homes and Airbnbs because they're so sterile. 
Uh, we're going to be out in the open in nature at pool and love and food and fun and music and fellowship. And Linus Woods Mullins, who is a dynamic woman who has so much to share. She's such a leader in this movement of women's empowerment. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And agreed. It's just such a wonderful, uh, it's going to be a wonderful event. I'm super excited for, for both of yes. you and all, and the listeners that will attend. I, and I'll ask this question to both of you. So we're talking a lot about, and it have been, we're all women over, you know, 40 at least. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the reason why women start to feel like a sense of fear or dread or, you know, when they get to their late forties and, and get into their fifties and beyond, like as they start to get older, why do you think women start to not, I don't want to say put themselves first, but just start to not be as present as they may have been maybe in their younger years. And I'll, I'll ask either. Okay, well, I, I can just say that uh, for me personally, and I've noticed also from uh, the women that I've worked with over the years, that is a very subtle thing. You know, sometimes we get stuck on the idea of self-care as long as our hair is did, our face is whooped, you know, our nails are on, we're mm-hmm. looking good. But there's things going on on the inside that we need to address that always don't get addressed. So I think sometimes what happens is that we fool ourselves into thinking that we're okay because on the surface we look okay. At least we, you know, we look good enough or whatever. But over time, as, you know, the kids begin to grow up and get their own lives and doing things and don't need you as much, uh, then, you know, some of us begin to think about, well, what else is there? And we've put ourselves on the back burner for so many times for so long that sometimes it's kind of hard to reach back there and make the change or reach back there and figure out what's going on. Or the idea of peeling back the layers and finding out, you know, what is it we really want to do or what, you know, how are we really feeling? It's a daunting Mm -hmm. task. It's not always Mm -hmm. a fun thing. Uh, And so I think that and, and then the media doesn't reinforce it. All of our images are people that are 20, 30 years younger than us. Uh, and even more particular for women of color, uh, there are hardly any images of women over 50 or 60 or whatever, or if they are, you can't tell that they are because black don't crack. But uh, <laughs> basically, though, uh, but one thing, good thing, though, that I see that is really amazing compared to how it was when I started 15 years ago or even when Joel started 30 years ago, you're seeing more images of black women in general who are being successful and maintaining their identity of who they are and taking care of themselves in more than just the way they look, but doing that other part of the work. But I think initially, though, it can be a daunting task, just the idea, especially if you've raised kids, you've climbed up that corporate ladder, you've been working for years, you've been married for years or whatever. Now it's your turn. You're like, ah. You know, where do I start? It's overwhelming. And even then that, sometimes we still don't even feel deserving that it's our turn, Mm. even after all that. Yeah. And in my case, uh, a lot of us outlived our mothers. We don't have elders. You know, you you have what you call the circle. Is it the circle of empowerment, yeah. Miss Wanda? No, full yeah. circle. We need, full circle. Well, we need a circle of women around us that are seasoned, that have been experienced with losses and illness and empty nest and financial intelligence. How do we navigate being retired? How do we navigate being a widow? Uh, There's so many women that are caregiving and they don't know how to do it. Uh, It's exhausting. They feel guilty. They feel overwhelmed. And so um, as we mature as women, we need a circle of women around us to help us navigate uh, divorce, 
and how to navigate those emotional landmines. Yeah. What do I do now? I'm retired. You know, what's what am I going to do with this extra time? Mm -hmm. Or what am I going to do now that I'm a widow and I had this husband all my life? Or what am I going to do? My children, you know, don't call me. Or in my case, uh, my mother uh, passed from breast cancer at a very young age. So I did not have an elder to help me navigate motherhood and being a wife and balancing career and dealing with all the challenges that come with life. So I see it as my purpose to be that voice, that vessel for women to say, honey, you're going to get through this. Mm -hmm. This is part of life. Don't think that you are a failure because of your finances or because you gained some weight or because the relationship didn't work out or learn how to deal with your emotions. Maybe there are a lot of women that have estranged relationships with their mother. And so a lot of women, and it kind of surprised me when a lot of the people in my tribe would start saying, you're like my mom. I'm like, I'm like your mom. <laughs> that, that, was, that was what was missing in their lives was yeah. someone who had the maturity to help them navigate the many versions of who we are because we have so many versions of ourselves. You know, I'm a public person. I'm a private person. I'm a spiritual person. I'm a creative person. I'm a grandmother. I'm an author. I, I love traveling. I love music. Uh, I'm an introvert. I'm an extrovert. <laughs> I'm a wife. I'm a friend. I'm a leader. And so we need help. I don't know how to do everything. I need help with my finances. I need mentoring when it comes to better health choices. And so we want to offer this mindset to the women that will be attending October the 22nd, when Linus and I have Sister Soul Saturday in Fair Oaks. We want to tap into that, the possibilities that we can have. We're living longer. Yes. And if we're living longer, we want to have a life of quality and a life of purpose and a life of faith because life is going to hit us. Stuff is going to happen. Mm -hmm. I lost my 38-year-old son to cancer. Knocked me off my feet. Mm. Uh, and people are like, Jewel, you're so resilient. It's because of all the work I've been doing. I had to take taste my own medicine. I've been teaching women about resiliency for years. And now I had to taste that bitter medicine. How do we deal with grief? How do we deal with depression? And so I'm very grateful that Linus um, said, yes, let's do something together. Let's create an atmosphere for women to grow, for women to shine, for women to network, for women to just blossom and just follow their bliss and follow that purpose and follow God in the way that God has intended them to live their lives. Yeah. One of the things you said that I wanted to piggyback on is having the conversations, but also removing the shame from some of the conversations yes. that we need to have. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is so true, Miss Wanda, because that is one of the biggest strongholds I find with women because of the comparison on social media, because of the fact that we had many versions. Look, I had a silly season in my life. <laughs> Who didn't, right? I wish I hadn't done, okay? <laughs> and I learned how to get over that, and I don't allow the shackles of shame to keep me from maturing. Mm -hmm. I don't keep, I don't allow those 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 shackles to just keep me in bondage. And a lot of women are in bondage. A lot of women wear what I call fake up. Mm -hmm. And as Linda said, you know, we'll get the hair, the eyelashes, the shoes, everything. But God has given me an empathetic impulse. And it's a burden and it's a blessing. But I can tell when women have put more energy into mm -hmm. 
presenting themselves and impressing rather than learning how to really heal. And healing is not something you have to do just in church. You can do it through a one-on-one conversation. You can do it by being with nature. You can do it by being in the presence of other people that have done the healing work. And and I don't apologize for that. I'm very grateful that God has given me that that gift to be transparent with women. Yeah. And that's some of the feedback I get a lot. Girl, you so, you're just so transparent. I said, well, I have to be because I didn't have anybody to help me through those times when I felt ashamed, I felt embarrassed, I procrastinated, I worried about things I couldn't change. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to share some of these tools mm-hmm. October the 22nd at Sister Soul Saturday. <laughs> I love, Miss Jewel is like, look, I'm telling you, October 22nd, you need October to be there. <laughs> is my mic on? I wasn't sure if yeah, my mic was on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, first of all, Wanda, again, thank you for, uh, I, I called you last minute and you made some room for me. So I really do appreciate that because I know you didn't wow. have to. Friend to the but show. this is something that is near and dear to my heart to be able to gather my sisters and to have yeah. a conversation in an environment that is safe, and welcoming and loving. You do not know. Now, I've had a couple of things, um, um, Wellness Woman Spa Days. I've done that a few times. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the pandemic just put an end to all that. So this is the first time in three years that I've been able to do something like this. And one of my things on my bucket list for this year was to uh, do something with women in person. So I am so grateful mm-hmm. that Jewel, I mean, and Jewel just uh, was on my lifetime bucket list. I just told her this the other day. I just told her this the other day, but I can remember about uh, 13 years ago or so, uh, I had been in business for about a year or so, and um, a, a lady who was really helping me come out of my, I'm afraid to do this, I'm afraid to do that, I said, well, I would love to have Jewel Darling Taylor on the show. On my, I had a, a podcast called The Wellness Journey, mm-hmm. and she said, okay, well, let's call her people. And I said, oh. <laughs> She doesn't know who I am. Wait, she's got people. Yeah, right. All. So, but she did. She has no fear. Pick up the phone and call. So she did. And so I was like, oh, wow, Jewel Diamond Taylor is going to be on my podcast. And so she was. And that began the beginning of a long budding friendship. And uh, But deep down inside, I also wanted to be able to appear with her. I would never ask her to do that. But so a few years later, after I started my women's group on Facebook, and she came in to speak, you know, uh, to the group and all that. And she's been on my podcast several times since that time. And we got all this feedback about the energy that we had with each other and what a great conversation it was and so on and so forth. So I said, Jewel, would you consider doing an event with me? And she's like, oh, yes. I was like, really? I was like, oh, my God, this is the thing I my bucket list. Oh my God. You know, you know, I have just one more and you know which one that is, right, Jill? The one, one other person I want to try to figure out a way to connect with. We've talked about this before. Susan Taylor. Yeah. In fact, the mm. other day I sent to Jill, it was, I believe, were you introducing Susan at that at the thing? I, yes. It was from the African-American Woman Tour. I found it online and I'm oh. telling you, it was a God wink. I was looking it for was. something else and it popped up. Oh yeah. He does that. He, yes, he does, he does do that. That's how God works. That's how God works. Well, that was where, the... Wherever our attention goes, yes. wherever our energy goes, attention goes. And so it was It was not an accident. And no. You just don't know how you blessed me because I don't have any videos mm. from those 12 years of zigzagging across the country oh. meeting phenomenal women. Dr. Maya Angelou, yes. Coretta Scott King, wow. Shirley Caesar, wow. Gladys Knight. Uh, Yama Van Zandt, Susan wow. Taylor. Wow. I, I just could go on and on. And here I was blessed to be the 
kind of like what you call the cover girl because Maria was kind of behind the scenes, even though she produced the conference, mm -hmm. she was the behind the scenes person and she, I was the face and I got to interact with all these amazing women. And I often tell people, I know I was born for this. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to, to continue doing the work in 2022, to be with Lennis, to be uh, in beautiful Northern California and to welcome sisters to come, I am just excited because this this is uh, this is my oxygen. This is what I love to do besides being with my family is pouring into my sisters. I love it. I love this conversation. This is so good, family. We're going to take a break when we come back more with uh, Jewel Diamond Taylor with Lennis Woods Mullins. We are talking Soul Sister Saturday. You can get your tickets right now. It's happening October 22nd from 11 to 4 p.m. You can go to Eventbrite and find all the information. This is a dynamic event that you will not want to miss. And I'm going to get there as soon as I can after my event. <laughs> All <laughs> so, right. <laughs> keep it right here, family. We'll be right back more with Full Circle after this. Like what you hear? Drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. And we're back with Miss Wanda, life coach, motivational speaker, and friend of sisters everywhere. This is Full Circle. This is Full Circle, family. Thank you so much for staying with the program. So, such good information, such a wonderful conversation with my guest, Jewel Diamond Taylor, speaker, author, life coach. The self, I like your, your, I was looking at your, some, doing some homework on you, Miss Jewel. The self esteem doctor. I love that. <laughs> you are the self esteem doctor. I love that. And I love how you're talking about resilience. And we're going to go there in just a moment. Yes. And my guest in studio, Linus Woods Mullins. She is the brain behind PraiseWorks Health and Wellness, the creator of Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond, and the Vibe Living brand. Vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. Having a wonderful conversation, family. We're also talking about their event that's coming up Soul Sister Saturday that's happening. October 22nd, that is a Saturday, from 11 to 4 p.m. It will be a beautiful setting and an exhilarating and empowering event that will enhance your mind, body, soul connection. It is happening at a private estate, and you will have just a wonderful time gathering with other women. You can get your tickets mm -hmm. on Eventbrite right now, so look for Soul Sister Saturday. Again, it's Saturday, October 22nd, from 11 to 4 p.m., you will not want to miss such a wonderful time. Oh, this is such a good conversation. I'm super excited to have Jewel Diamond Taylor and Linus Woods Mullins here talking with us today. Talking to my sisters in the Full Circle family that are approaching midlife or in midlife or even post midlife and on to the next season of their lives. Um, and, and what that means for us as women and how it's not... You know, as you age, some women really dread aging and, you know, because of a lot of uncertainties, um, not knowing how they'll feel or what will happen financially to them or whatever the situation is. Family relationships or dynamics may be different. And so I just want women to know it's not any anything negative. In fact, I hear women say the older you get, the better life is. And so yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to... <laughs> you know, being that sassy, you know, older lady, you know, out there doing my things with my face, skin still moisturized, that's looking right. like I'm 30. <laughs> and people, when I tell people I have a, a son that's 32, they're like, what? <laughs> so, 
But Miss Jewel, I want to talk a little bit about resilience. You mentioned that you went through a rough time and you had to actually walk through the things that you talked to other women about. Can you give some of our listeners tips on resilience and, and how to navigate through, you know, those rough periods in our lives? Yeah, it's so critical that we learn this mindset and it's a skill set um, in Western America and it's Western culture. We don't like to talk about death. We don't like to talk about failure. We don't like to talk about anything about losers, losing anything. And it's unfortunate because then people are in denial. Uh, people resist uh, healing and resist being open to other people helping them. So these are a couple of things you want to remember. First of all, you know, when grief or setbacks knock on your door, recognize it. Don't play it down. Don't don't fantasize about it. Don't feel like a victim. Say this is happening right now. The people who are going through the flooding right now in Florida, they can't say, oh, no, they have to say this is really happening. I lost my home. You have to accept the reality. And then once you accept the reality, it's important that you do what I call investigate. Ask yourself, now, what does this really mean? Does this really mean that my life is over? Does this really mean that I am a, I've been rejected? I'm a bad person? Does this really mean God doesn't love me? Ask yourself some real hard questions so that you don't fall into that pit of feeling like I'm, I'm a loser. I'm a bad person. Why would God do this to me? And that is just it's a rabbit hole you don't want to go down. So you want to ask yourself questions. You want to do what I call self-diagnose. Then after you ask yourself those questions, it's going to kind of center you to realize, now that I realize I'm still the child of God, I'm still here, let me find out what I'm grateful for, and let me start nurturing myself. Let me make sure that I'm taking care of myself. Do I have established boundaries? When people go through grief, sometimes they go to the extreme of isolation. They don't want to be bothered. They don't want to talk to anybody. And so what you want to do is pray that God would see the people that really care about you so that you can be honest about your emotions. I know when I lost my mother to cancer, everybody thought of me as like, oh, she's so strong. And, you know, I'm, I'm taking care of everything. And nobody asked Jewel how Jewel was doing. Why? Because I gave the image that I had it all together. They didn't see me cry. They didn't see me angry. They didn't see me sad. So no one inquired about me. And it made me feel like nobody cared. But I realized in retrospect, I had on a mask. And so I want us to learn to be comfortable with our emotions. I just got finished counseling with a woman who lost her mother. She says, Jewel, I have no parents. I have no husband. I have no siblings. I have no one. And I didn't sit there and say, oh, girl, just be great. But I said, oh, my gosh, that must really be difficult. I could see why you're frustrated. And I gave her the opportunity to further discuss how she was feeling. Our emotions are important. That's why they call me the self-esteem doctor, because a lot of us are not in touch with our feelings. We pretend we put on this facade that I got it together. I got this black girl magic and I got it. I, I'm, I'm superwoman. No, we're human. We're spiritual beings have a human experience. So in the grief and resiliency process, you must allow yourself to feel the sadness when the relationship ends. You must allow yourself to feel like, why didn't I get any closure? Why, why did this person ghost on me? Why did I lose my job? I, I feel sad. I feel hurt. Because if we don't acknowledge our emotions, we bury them and they pop up later. And they we either implode or we explode. So I would just say, understand that it's a process. Resiliency is recovering and discovering. 
a new life, discovering your strength, discovering your faith, discovering a new way of coping with life as life presents itself without thinking that you are a victim. You're not the only one that's gonna lose the loved one. You're not the only one that's lost a job. You're not the only one that's experienced, you know, all of these repercussions from the pandemic. We must investigate what we're thinking, get in touch with our emotions and allow a nurturing circle of people to lift us and encourage us and be available to that rather than isolating. Instead of isolating, I say insulate. That means protect yourself from the negativity, protect yourself from the people who say, oh, you should be over by now. No, insulate, but don't isolate. That was good words, good words. Thank you so much, Ms. Jewel. I know you have to go. Thank you. We look forward to seeing you on October 22nd. Yes. Um, yes. Here in beautiful Sacramento and Fair Oaks, to be exact, um, with the lovely Linus Woods Mullins. And I know yes. whoever is attending is going to definitely be poured into and get a word. So we thank you so much. We look forward to meeting you. And you have an open invitation. If you ever want to stop by the Full Circle family for another, or a Full Circle oh. show for another conversation, I would be honored to have you back. So thank you so much. Thank you, Miss Wanda. You're thank welcome. you, Miss Wanda. See you, Linus, real soon. All right. Bye-bye. Love you. <laughs> so wonderful. Such wonderful conversation. Linus, I wanted to ask you about some tips for midlife for women. And so as I'm kind of transitioning the computer here, go ahead and give us some tips for women that find themselves either in midlife or beyond those ones that you work with. Give them some tips on just getting through and kind of coping. I don't want to say coping because it makes it sound like it's bad, like just navigating through this beautiful part of life. Well, you know, I love that you said that it is a beautiful part of life because it really is because midlife is all about change and transition. And I think the first thing we need to do instead of fighting against that is to go ahead and embrace it. The idea of being able uh, to write your own ticket in terms of how you want to change is powerful. Unlike any other time in our lives, um, we have more of an opportunity perhaps because we might be empty nesters. Maybe the kids are now more self-sufficient. Um, maybe you're at the end of a bad relationship or the beginning of another one. Maybe you're kind of stable in your job and you kind of know where you're going with that and now you have time to take a look at where you're at. Or perhaps it's just all change. Everything is changing at once. But guaranteed, this time of life is when you really start doing that self-introspection uh, and rather than be afraid of it, embrace it. And I think the first thing when it comes to wellness, uh, mind, body, spirit wellness, is to take a look at what you can achieve, achieve incrementally and what will give you a win. What will give you, what's the low hanging fruit? You know, maybe uh, it's the idea of drinking more water. You know, uh, so you can stay hydrated because hydration is extremely important as we age. I cannot stress enough. Of course, it's important for our skin, but it's also important for all the organs in our body. And I don't mean like coffee and tea and Coke. I'm talking about real just water with, you know, maybe it has lemon in it or ginger or cucumbers. That's fine. But, you know, water and increasing that water intake. Maybe it's something as incremental, uh, incremental as increasing your sleep. Now I am preaching to the I'm pre I'm preaching to myself because I'm one of those people that I feel like I only need about six hours of sleep, but if I have five hours and forty five minutes, that's not going to cut it. Uh, and what I've tried to do is sleep even longer now because I just know that that's really the main time of the day, um, main time in our lives when we are able to repair ourselves is when we are sleeping. 
And many times with uh, people who are women who are getting older, our sleep patterns are all over the place from raising kids and nursing and doing everything else. And they're even more so because our hormones kick in and it's hard to kind of settle down to go to sleep and then it's hard to stay asleep. So coming up with a sleep plan that will help you get the required amount of sleep, six to eight hours, uh, maybe that's something that can be an incremental change is working on that and figuring out how can I get more sleep? How can I get more rest? Because it is important. And let me tell you that you should never be embarrassed about taking a nap or needing to rest. I don't know. I, I mean, I went through that. Um, you know, uh, here I am working from home for um, the first 10 years, and I was acting like I was still working at Corporate America. And then one day I woke up and said, wait a minute, who's going to fire me? Mm-hmm. Uh, me? I'm not going to fire me. So therefore, if I need to push back from the computer and go for a walk or push back from the computer and take a nap or whatever, I need to do that. That's one of the luxuries. But I would take it, even if you are working in corporate America, uh, if you have your own office, you can close your eyes for 15 minutes, you can go to the car for 15 minutes. But the whole idea is to not get into this pattern of self-destructive behavior where we're thinking that if we do this, other people are gonna think something. Bump all of that. Do what you know is necessary for your body. If you're tired, then you need to figure out when you can get the rest. This is important, especially as we age, because I tell you, how you treated your bodies in your 20s and 30s will begin to show in your 40s and 50s. But that doesn't mean you can't reverse some of that, because you can. It's amazing the things that you can reverse or slow down as you age by just taking better care of yourself. So talked about hydration and sleep. Uh, The other thing uh, around this whole exercise and movement thing, first of all, If you happen to be somebody, and I'm sure that's a lot of somebodies, all of us are looking at the pounds and inches coming on because at this stage of life, for many times hormonal reasons, and not just because you're eating a lot, but hormonal reasons, uh, we are gaining more weight. But if you also are under a lot of stress, and midlife is a stressful time, you find yourself doing emotional eating. So there's that, okay? So you're just uh, putting on the pounds, and the stress also thickens you because of the cortisol levels, the hormonal levels that are going up and up and up. So if you're in that arena and you're trying to figure out, well, what do I do? Well, understand that at this stage of the game, when it comes to releasing weight, it's either hormones or what you're putting in your mouth, okay? Movement can contribute to toning you. It can contribute to lowering your cortisol levels. It can contribute to increasing your happy hormones. But it's not really the main factor towards losing weight. It's a part of it. But the other piece is all about what you put in your mouth, okay? The other side is hormones. So one of the things that I think is really important is go to the doctor, find out what's going on with you, get your panels, your 12 panels pulled, so you can know where you are with your hormones, all of that kind of stuff. So then you can decide, you can have an educated decision on how you want to address anything that's deficient or out of balance. Knowledge is power, but acting on the knowledge is powerful. So when you have that and you're like, okay, I know my estrogen is down, and I, well, how am I gonna deal with that? Do I take HRT? Am I trying to deal with it holistically? Get the information that is systemic to just you. Okay, no one's going to have a panel just like yours. All right. And then begin that journey to decide how you want to deal with it. I think that's extremely important. You can't really make lasting lifestyle changes if you don't know what's going on with you. Okay. And then once you find out what's going on with you, then you can decide, okay, I want to use essential oils to help balance my hormones. I want to use yoga because it's going to lower my cortisol levels. Or I've decided that I am going to do more tapping 
to bring more happy hormones into my life or a meditation. That's where I'm going to do, you know, whatever it is. Uh, began first with getting that physical, finding out, you know, what needs to be tweaked or whatever. And don't be afraid of it. You know, on the other side of fear, okay, is so much great information that's going to take you to joy. I know what it's like to have fear. I've lived with it most of my life. Always afraid to do everything. Um, and always thinking, well, you know, on the other side of that's going to be worse fear or whatever. But I finally had to overcome that. I mean, you know, opening this business and doing, all, there's all kinds of fear associated with that. But what drove me past that was that God said I had something that I'm supposed to say, something I'm supposed to be doing. Um, so on the other side of that was like, wow, I, I did it or I'm doing it. Okay, well, let's do some more. It's, it's exhilarating. When you face your fear and do maybe one thing, okay, that you're afraid to do, and you go ahead and do it, now the other side of that is like, wow. That felt great. You celebrate that, okay, because you want to go ahead and give your brain the recognition that this was good, we want to do more of this, and then you do something else. So I think that uh, pushing past the fear and recognizing, look at it this way, for those of you who have had labor, okay, labor's hell, you know, whether you, uh, I did it all natural, but whether you do it natural or you do it with a, a saddle block or whatever, it is a stressful time. But look what's on the other side of that. You know, a bundle of joy, a lifetime of love with that individual you've brought into the world. Well, on the other side of your fear is a sense of joy, a sense of contentment, a sense of awe that now you're ready to pursue whatever it is that you were afraid to pursue before. Uh, it is probably the best time in your life to face some of those fears. Let's face it. You've gone through a lot already and you've survived it. That's true. That's right. That's true. That's right. And now you're here and you're still here. Yep. And, and you're still here. And a lot of people can't say that. Yeah. So just the fact that you're still here is a blessing, a joy. And now navigating through this time of life can be beautiful. The best time. Yeah. The best time. I, you know, I was just thinking to myself, you know, I'm so blessed. Um, I have very close friends and I have a group of women who uh, we call ourselves the SSS. Mm -hmm. uh, am I saying this right guys? Super sensational, sexy, 60. I always get it wrong. <laughs> but anyway, something like that. Uh, but these are women who have been in my life for about 60 years. And that is such a blessing because I actually still know people who remember my parents because both of them are gone. It's so weird to say that. I never thought I would ever mm -hmm. say both my parents are gone, but both my parents are gone. Yeah. Uh, but I still have in my life women who can remember me when I was in pigtails, you know, uh, remember me when I was in elementary school or when I did that stupid stuff in high school or whatever it was that I did that was bad. They know all that stuff mm -hmm. and uh, love and accept me anyway. Surrounding yourself with those kinds of people, whether you've known them for six years, six days or 60 years is so important when it comes to making those lifestyle changes because they'll be your biggest cheerleaders. I'll never forget. Um, about two months after dad passed in May, this was, he passed almost three, almost four years ago in May. Um, he passed in May and my birthday was in June. And I wasn't planning on doing anything. Uh, it wasn't my 60th birthday, it was my 62nd or something like that. It wasn't mm -hmm. my self birthday, but I wasn't planning on doing anything. And uh, my husband and I are sitting up, you know, watching television and I'm, I'm grieving, you know, I'm yeah. just grieving. And the doorbell rings and it's two of my friends. And I said, oh, he said, is it your birthday today? And I said, yeah, it is. And I said, well, it's, you know, so we're just talking or whatever. And then the doorbell rang again. It's like, oh, you know, what are you doing here? You know, mm -hmm. and then it's talking and everything. Then after a while, the doorbell rang again. I said, wait a minute. 
did you guys plan this? <laughs> I mean, I'm just not getting it. But then I'm so grateful for that because they took something that was going to be so such a negative experience for me into something that's positive. And that's the kind of people you want to live life with. People that know how to support you and lift you up, you know, when you're down. So thank you, Jerry, Rhonda, Monica, Karen, uh, who else was there? Robin, uh, Marion, Gail. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know who you are. Uh, those SSS uh, members that lifted me up during that time. Uh, Sherry. Um, it's, it's just a blessing to have that. But I want to say, if you don't have that, because I know some women, I have clients that said, well, I've never had female friends. I, I've never gotten along with that. There's never, uh, it's never too late to change that. Sometimes what you need to be perhaps is more open and maybe get some help into finding out why that is. Uh, helping, having someone help you peel back the layers to figure out, well, why is that? Yeah. Uh, lots of times it has to do with our own trauma. Childhood trauma is huge. Uh, so in midlife, uh, my main advice when it comes to just pursuing wellness is be prepared and make a commitment to peel back the layers and to begin to address the things that you know you need to address. Um, you know, the weight gain, the eating habits, the imbalance of the hormones, the mood swings. Uh, you're not alone. This is all part of it. And the good news is there are things that you can do. You don't have to suffer. I think women in my mom's generation and my grandmother's generation, they didn't really talk about it a lot. They call periods the curse and all this other mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But it's not all these things are blessings because it just shows that you've lived long enough to tell the tale. Yeah. It's all a part of the, you are the sum total of all your experiences, good and bad. And that's what makes you uncategorically, unconditionally beautiful inside and out. And don't let anybody tell you different because there are those naysayers, those haters out there and everything else. They'll say, oh, she thinks she's all that. Whatever. You know, bump that. <laughs> you know, what they're saying about you or about me uh, is none of my business. Yeah. I'm about trying to get as close to the Lord as I as possible so I can hear that Holy Spirit tell me, okay, what do I do next? You know, which way do I walk or which way or when should I kneel? <laughs> when do I keep mo moving forward? When do I stop and get silent? Another thing about midlife and wellness is that, you know, we are so busy be, uh, doing, doing this, doing that, doing all that. One of the things that happens in midlife is an opportunity to just be. Mm-hmm. Learn how to just be. Be a real human being. Allow yourself to get quiet and listen. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what the Holy Spirit will tell you. I love this conversation. You know, one of the things when you said that, it always makes me sad to hear women say that they don't trust women. Like, I don't have female friends because I don't trust other women. And, and I know there's reasons, whatever their reasons right. are for that. And like you said, there may have been some things that, that happens in their past. It just still makes me feel sad. Because mm -hmm. I, I love community and I love a community of sisterhood and, uh, you know, bringing women together and just having conversation, letting our head, hair down and just laugh and talk and share and cry and whatever the things are. And, and it's just always makes me feel sad when that happens. Yeah, but like you said, does. you know, examine the reasons why and maybe just start with one or two. It doesn't mean that you have to have a big community of friends, maybe just one or two good go to girlfriends that you can that can be your confidants and that, you know, you can rely on and just, you know, just having community is important. Yes, it is. I, I just thought of a name I didn't mention, Jerry. <laughs> you know who you are. Uh, my, um, I have a wonderful um, group of women that I meet with every morning without fail at 5 a.m. 
uh, during the week and 6 a.m. on the weekends. And we meet on um, phone, via phone. It's by prayer line. And they've been around for 30 years as a prayer line. I've been blessed to be with them for 15 years since I started this business. And I cannot tell you how important it is to have some kind of morning practice to start your day in a positive way. Uh, They start my day. Uh, But if you don't have that, you can begin to build your own morning practice, whatever that is, that reaffirms yourself. Uh, and maybe you can bring a girl or two in with you that you that you call in the morning to pray or to meditate or to uh, share affirmations or whatever. Uh, but starting your day that way sets the tone for how the rest of your day uh, is going to go. Uh, another piece that I, I always advise midlife women is to do that. If you didn't do it before, start it now. Start your day in a positive way, whether it's in meditation or in prayer listening to gospel music or journaling or reading scripture or, or saying your affirmations or becoming a Psalms 91 equipped, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that is, uh, to do that and make it your time, your private time, even if that means you have to go to bed a little bit earlier so you can get up and give God those first fruits of the day before anybody else in the house wakes up to spend that time. And I've been doing that for about, oh, about 15, 16 years And I get up super early. I mean, it's crazy. I'm not saying get up at at 3.30 or 4 o'clock, but I do. I get up at 3.30 a.m. because there is another uh, prayer line that I go to on Clubhouse, and they're on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. And um, then I go and spend time with my sisters on the phone for prayer. Uh, But it really gets me going, and it's an integral part of my wellness plan. I think all midlife women should have a wellness plan, whatever that is, and wellness goals and objectives. You know, your wellness bucket list. This is what I want to be able to do. I'm not there yet, but these are the goals that I have. And then finding the team to help you achieve those goals. Yeah. Great conversation, family. Keep it right here. We've got one more segment to have more conversation with Linus Woods Mullins. We want to talk about Soul Sister Saturday. We want to talk about your feature in a national publication. (laughs) And we want to talk a little bit more about Vibe Women and what that Vibe Living brand is all about. Keep it right here, family. We'll be right back after this. This is Full Circle. Empowerment through conversation. That starts with you. Tell us what topics you want to hear. Drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. It's not just talk when you put it into action. Empowering women through conversation with Miss Wanda. Family, I appreciate you staying with the program and tuning in. I appreciate all of your support following the podcast, following the show on social media. And I just want to say thank you. I really do appreciate you. Make sure you continue to follow the show. And also, don't forget, if you have not already, hit the notification bell for the podcast. If you're not following the podcast, Miss Wanda's Full Circle Radio, make sure you do that because new episodes drop every Tuesday at noon. So make sure you hit the notification button bell whatever it is follow so that you can be notified when the new episodes drop and you can hear this episode and if you don't mind sharing it with your friends and family that is a good way to share the word and to support if you can't support the show financially by being a sponsor or anything like that that is another good way to support the show speaking of sponsorships 
Don't forget, you can sponsor the show. If you want to get more information, email me at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. I am having a wonderful conversation with my guest, Linus Woods Mullins. She is the brainchild behind PraiseWorks Health and Body, uh, Health and Wellness, also the creator of Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond, and the Vibe Living brand. And she was recently featured in this national magazine, First for women, and you're talking about menopause um, in this um, article. You're talking about the the title is called "There Now." There's nothing I can't do, and the like kind of the the title of this section is called "Tiredness Cure." And I haven't gotten a chance to read the whole thing. I'm looking forward to reading it, but I know in this you talk about the the hormones and, and menopausal hormones. And I have so many friends right now that are either unsure if they're premenopausal, perimenopausal, or if they're going through menopause, but they're experiencing these symptoms and it can be draining on the yes, body. It can be. Yeah. The rule of thumb is if, if you haven't had a period for a year, you're in menopause and studies are showing that menopause seems to be happening a little earlier every, you know, every year. It seems like now women, you know, sometimes as young as in their late thirties, but generally speaking, fifties uh, is, is usually will happen sometimes late forties. Uh, some women uh, experience very little symptoms. Others, it is just hell in terms of all the symptoms that they experience. But the good news is um, that there's so many things you can do to alleviate the symptoms. The other thing is that menopause kind of like goes away for a while. The symptoms do can go away for a long time and maybe not ever come back or sometimes they will come back because menopause really is all about hormonal adjustments. That's what it is. And usually those hormonal adjustments come during a particular phase of time in life. But sometimes that face lasts, you know, I still, I'm 65 and I still have hot, hot flashes occasionally, not all the time, but occasionally. And that just lets me know that, you know, something's out of balance. And as I had mentioned earlier, all the more reason to go and get your panels uh, and find out where you're at. Mm -hmm. It's nothing to be afraid of. Uh, one, you know, there's some great things about menopause for some people. You know, they maybe you get bigger breasts or, uh, you know, maybe you get a little bit more curvy if you've never were a curvy person before. Uh, but, you know, generally speaking, it is an adjustment, but one that you can learn to live with and embrace. I think that if you try to numb it out and not embrace it, the symptoms just get worse. Uh, but embracing and saying, okay, I am in menopause. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing. People don't want to say it because it's kind of like the signature, now you're old. Yeah. You know, um, I have a good friend. Her name is Marianne Alda. She's an actress, and she's also a humorist. And she said, you know, she calls herself an uh, anti-aging anarchist. <laughs> You know, why should you be, What what is anti-aging? I mean, how can you anti-age? I mean, it's going to happen. Sorry. Yeah. We all know we're gonna, where we're going to end up, okay? The bottom line is, though, how are we going to take that journey to that place, okay? Mm -hmm. And you can take the journey to that end-up place being healthy and vibrant and engaged and embracing the process instead of, like, dreading it. I think the dread kind of adds to it. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not naive enough to say that you go, I'm in menopause, yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm in menopause. It sometimes sucks, but that's okay, you know? As she says, um, I don't know if I can say the B word, but she says, aging is a B, and I'm going to, you know, <laughs> wrestle that B to the ground. I love it. You know, and, and that's kind of how I feel, too. Yeah, it can be rough, but that's okay. I am, I'm here for it. Uh, I have too much to do. Uh, you know, I, every, every day now, after 65, when I open my eyes, I realize is a blessing, okay? It's a blessing. 
but I also, when I uh, go to sleep at night, and I thank God and I go through my whole gratitude thing because that's very important. Gratitude is so important because what you think about, what you ponder on, what the things you tell yourself truly do come to pass. So I thank God for all the good things that happened, what worked today, and look forward to the next day of what's going to work. We're going to have problems. We're going to have issues. We're going to have stuff that just gets messed up. But that doesn't mean that there's not good things that we can hold on to. And I think in midlife, especially when you're in menopause, I know that some of it's physiological. I mean, it's not, about, it's not just the mindset will change it. But mindset can help you through it. Yeah. You know. Plus, if God bought you to it, he's going to bring you through it. Uh, so maintaining that positive mindset. And one of, um, uh, wow, okay, my body's going through this now. How can I tweak this in such a way where it's livable and where I can still thrive or vibe uh, in spite of it? Mm -hmm. It's a challenge. It's not easy, but it's definitely something that you will live through and probably overall be better for it because you really learn your body when you're going through menopause, unlike any other time. And you don't take, and hopefully you're not taking your body for granted either during menopause. Yeah. Family, this uh, magazine is on newsstands now. It's First for Women. It's the one with Sherry Shepard on the cover. And Linus is on page 36. So support her by, you know, checking out the magazine and not only checking it out, but reading the article. It's a really good article. And this is a really cool magazine. I've never seen it before, but um, looks like there's some really good articles in it. And so I'm excited to dive yeah, in. Yeah, my girl Shirley Shepard's on the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. Shirley Sherry, Sherry Shepard, who's yeah. like, wow, wowing them right now. Yeah, yeah. So family, make sure you go and support that too. Now, I want to talk about the event and what people can expect. So again, family, it's the Soul Sister Saturday that is being hosted by these two leading empowerment and wellness speakers and coaches, Jewel Diamond Taylor, Linus Woods Mullins. It is going to be an exhilarating and empowering event that will enhance your mind, body, and soul connection that's happening on Saturday, October 22nd. 11 to 4 p.m. And family, don't wait to get your tickets. No, do, do not, not wait. wait. It's going to be held at a private residence um, in the backyard. It's a beautiful location. But we want people to feel uh, embraced and loved. And we, so we don't want to have like uh, uh, thousands of people there. Uh, so please, if you've been thinking about getting the ticket and you haven't, go ahead and do this for yourself. You will not regret it. We have a networking session planned. Of course, Jewel's going to be speaking. I'm going to be talking. We're going to be talking about wellness. We're going to be doing some empowerment exercises. We're going to have music there. We're going to have food, fun, and fellowship. That's what it's all about. A day kind of like a retreat for you, geared towards the idea of when you leave, you'll feel renewed. You'll feel re-energized, and you'll feel ready to take on whatever it is you've been putting off. Our goal is to make you feel like, yes, I got this. I can do this. And not only that, I've met some other women, and we have these things in common, and we're going to hook up and support each other. That's the kind of event. And also, I can tell by some of the people who have already bought tickets, you're going to see some folks that you haven't seen for a long time. You know, this is Sacramento, okay? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's only, what, what, two degrees of separation in Sacramento? Right. <laughs> uh, so this is a wonderful time maybe to reconnect with people that you haven't seen before and to meet new people, because I know there's some people coming in from the Bay Area, some coming in from Los Angeles. So this is the time. And, you know, for those of you who know me, I'm not a big salesy kind of person, but I'm just saying uh, we want to make sure that Jewel comes and that we can cover her expenses. So please, if you've been kind of thinking, like, I don't know, go ahead. And here's another thing. 
if you belong to my group on Facebook, uh, which is the well, uh, Vibe Wellness Woman, if you don't belong, go ahead and join that now and get $10 off your ticket. Okay, but if you belong to the Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond group, you can get it for $10 off. So all you have to do is go to Facebook, um, uh, type in Vibe Wellness Woman, and uh, the group will pop up. You'll know it's the right group. It's 18,100 women. Go ahead and click join, and then, and, and, and make sure you give us, um, let's see, I don't think it asked for the email. Address. Just click join, and then you can go and purchase the ticket for uh, $65. That The price is $75, um, regular price $65 if you happen to be a member of the Vibe Wellness Woman group on Facebook. All right. So there you have it. So you have no excuse. You have no excuse to not go and join in this wonderful day of empowerment. And you know what? As you were talking, Alanis, I was thinking it would be cool, too, to bring a friend. Yes. I know. One of my dear friends, um, she just lost her father not too long ago. And so she and her mom have both been kind of going through the bereavement process together. And she said, Linus, I'm going to bring my mom with me because um, this is going to be kind of like our coming out party, mm. you know, because we've been like like the last seven months, haven't really been anywhere. So, yes, this is a great time uh, for you to spend some time with your daughters or your friends. You know how it is. We get busy. We say we're going to do something and we don't or plans fall through. Don't let this plan fall through. <laughs> get together. Uh, we're going to be outside underneath a tent and we're going to have tables and chairs out there as well. Uh, great little hors d'oeuvres and we're going to be serving lunch. But the main thing is that you're going to get a chance to really get a chance to talk to Jill Diamond Taylor. Um, I'll be there too, but you guys can, some of you see me all the time, but the main thing is to see Jill and uh, she hasn't been here for a long time. And a lot of my friends have said, Linus, if you ever do anything with Jill, let me know because I want to be there. So, okay, I'm letting you guys know. <laughs> Doing something, you need to come, enjoy the sunshine, get out in nature. It's in October. It's probably one of the last weekends where we can be outside and enjoy each other's company. And most importantly, to really finish 2022 with a bang. I know 2022 has been difficult for a lot of people. There's, the last three years have been like something out of a really like, a, well, some of these movies we used to see. It's like, what is this? Mm-hmm. This is like a movie we're living in. But even with all of that, all the more reason why you need to get spiritually fed and find out how to take better care of your body. Find out how to uh, enhance your immune system. Find out what kind of foods you need to be eating to keep well during uh, this next um, uh, season where they're expecting viruses and whatever else is going on. Take care of you, boo, as they say, (laughs) and come to this event. (laughs) I love that. Again, that is happening Saturday, October 22nd from from 11 to 4 p.m. And you can get your tickets on Eventbrite right now. Search for Soul Sister Saturday and a dynamic event, two dynamic, awesome speakers and other women that will you can network with and share, you know, share the experience with or share experiences with. I just get the feeling, too, that when you go, you're supposed to be dressed in something flowy because all I can hear is vibe. Like, I want, yeah, I want people to bright, bright colors if you can, something comfortable and flowy. I'm going to have you moving. No, I will not be having you do push ups and burpees or anything like that. But we are going to be moving. We're going to be doing something called gestures. And um, I had um, I have a program called Gestures in the Vibe that I do with another uh, wonderful woman um, from the East Coast. And um, uh, she won't be there, but I'm going to be doing a hybrid of that. Mm-hmm. And basically to help us get more in control of uh, more, more in touch with our feelings. I think that we push so many things down. And let me tell you, 
not being in touch with your feelings and pushing things down, you think, well, what does that have to do with your body? Because I'm supposed to be all about wellness. Well, it has everything to yeah. do, everything. You'd be surprised um, how our emotions govern our um, ability to be more um, more um, receptive or more uh, prone to cancer, diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, obesity, depression, anxiety. I could go on and on. And many of these are tied to our emotions. And for African-American women, a lot of people think the number one uh, killer is breast cancer, but actually it's heart disease. Mm. And many times heart disease can develop as a result of high blood pressure and basically not enough going to the heart to nourish it. And then when the stuff is going to the heart to nourish it, are we eating the right foods that will provide the blood a rich nutrient supply? So it traces all the way back to the food that we eat. And it's so important at this time of life to really get educated on eating healthy uh, and taking a look at how we prepare our food. Take a look at uh, our portion control. Take a look at when we're eating our food. You know, there's certain hours. Take a look at the idea of fasting. Uh, from a spiritual perspective, it's fantastic. But there are, are other ways that you can fast from a body wellness perspective that helps your organs shut down a little bit, helps your digestive system. These are the kinds of things that I will be talking about. It won't be boring. I promise you it won't be boring. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. But, I mean, really, knowledge is power. When what we want to do is uh, empower you to act on that knowledge and at least go away with one or two things like, yes, I'm going to do that. So mm -hmm. definitely come and get empowered, get educated, and get energized. It's going to be an amazing event, family. Saturday, October 22nd uh, from 11 to 4. It is the Soul Sister Saturday. An amazing, amazing event that will take place with two dynamic speakers, Joel Diamond Taylor and Linus Woods Mullins. Now, you've got like a lot of things going on. So, And you mentioned the, the Facebook group, but tell people where they can find you and all of the things that you're doing. Well, I'm going to refer you to two places okay. rather than my website because I just contracted with somebody to redo my website. I have a website at this time. I have two websites. But if you go to my Instagram, uh, which is Vibe Wellness Woman, and you click on my link tree, that link in the bio, that will take you to all okay. of my media. If you are a Facebook guru, all you have to do is go into Vibe Wellness Woman, and that will take you to my community of 18,100 women from all over the globe, literally, uh, all talking about wellness, all uh, exchanging ideas and information on ways to stay well and to get well in your mind, body, and spirit. So those are the best ways. Vibe Wellness Woman uh, on Facebook, and then on Instagram, it's Vibe Wellness Woman. Uh, just click on my link tree, and that will take you to all my stuff. Sounds good. I'm going to let you have the last word with the people. So what is it that you want to say finally to all of our the women that be, may be out there listening? One final word of encouragement or? Final word of encouragement? My final word of encouragement is that midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife means an opportunity. It's an opportunity to vibe, to be more vibrant, intuitive, more beautiful. I'm talking about that inner beauty radiating out and emerging into the midlife woman that I know you all want to be. It's an opportunity. Embrace it. Allow yourself to be enhanced overall. Because I'm telling you right now, being over 40 is where it's at. There's no shame in the game. There's no reason why you have to hide from it. You need to be yelling it from the rooftops. Yes, I made it. I'm 55. Yes, I made it. In my case, I'm 65 years old and living my best life truly totally right now. And you can do the same thing. There's no reason. I'm no better. 
I just just made the decision, and that's what I'm going to start saying, even at times when I don't feel it. And I'm not saying that you need to negate or deny when you are feeling bad, because that's part of your journey. Mm -hmm. But the whole idea is embracing the journey and not being afraid of it and joining other sisters on the journey and saying what a great thing this is. There's a list that just came out, 50 over 50. And it has women from the age of 50 to 92 who are doing fantastic things. There's a lot of women of color on that list. And I, it's a Forbes 50 over 50. And I encourage you to check it out. Go to the website and check it out because it is inspiring. And every time I look at that, and the list just came out yesterday, I've been looking at it off and on, you know, all day yesterday. It has just empowered me to do even more. This is not the ending. This is just the beginning for me. Mm-hmm. I say, well, this one lady said, I'm going to live, this, this is my midlife because I'm going to live to 130. Hey, I don't know if I'm going to say that, but (laughs) I would say that whatever time God blesses me with, every day is an opportunity to get it right. Every day is to be a little bit better than I was the day before, and every day is an opportunity to learn something new that's going to enhance my mind-body-spirit connection, and I hope that the same will be for you as well. Wise words from a wise woman. Lennis Woods Mullins, it's always a pleasure to have a conversation with you and have you on the show. And uh, again, family, Soul Sister Saturday happening October 22nd from 11 to 4 p.m. Get your tickets on Eventbrite right now. You do not want to miss this event, a day of empowerment, a day that will enhance your mind, body, soul connection. That's how we're doing it, family. Show love to everyone you meet, and I'll see you next week. Peace. This has been Full Circle. Follow our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5.